Yo guys, welcome back to the Famous Chili Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that notification bell, never miss an upload. And guys, today was Apple's WWDC, alright? Did you guys see the Vision Pro? Dude, it was wild. I, I was, can't believe the Vision I was watching. I definitely had a vision about it. <laughs> I mean, I, it's been something that Apple's been like not hinting at, but we've kind of confirmed it with like different patents they've put out and like the community has kind of figured out that they were going to come out with something like this. No one knew the exact specs or what it's doing, but it's really interesting how they're doing a mixed reality like AR and VR combined into one. Yeah, bro, you mentioned the patents. 5,000 patents. Yeah. I can't believe that. 5,000 patents for one product is insane. Absolutely. I, I can't even imagine there are 5,000 components to that. Like, I know. Individual components, but... It's wild because they probably do multiple patents on one thing, but it's insane. Like it looks so cool, and I don't fully understand if it's—is it a glass pane that you're looking at, or is it just recording, or is it using cameras to pick up what's going on and then just projecting that? Because it's a very dense screen inside of there, right? So I don't know if they're—if you're just seeing through glass and it's you know lighting up certain parts of the screen, or if you're seeing, th or if you're seeing the screen on which is just yeah. whatever's outside. I don't know for sure either, but I feel like it looks like it's glass. I feel like it'd be way it's, more complicated to do the other way. Yeah, it's going to be a lens. So there, Because there's also option for prescription lenses as well. Yeah. So yeah. people with like all bad eyesight are able to see the, uh, the through the lens clearly. But like, you know, the way it's like it'll project out. Like it also has FaceTime capabilities. Yeah, you're also, they, they, have this, they have this small button actually where you can like switch between like the augmented and the mixed reality. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the which is like, so like, you know, you know, you're always staying connected. It just gives you more reason it's to, you know, crazy, just like yeah. keep it on at all times because you're like, uh, okay, not talking. All right, yeah. now I switch off. Too bad it only has two hours battery life. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah. That. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you'll have to stay plugged in if you want to. That's that actually so ironic because yeah. that's literally, literally what it's going to do to society. Yeah. That's what it's going to do to society. Well, I mean, in some of the, like the videos they show, they had like a, a wire coming out of it, which I don't know if those the. Yeah, that's, that's the, the charging. That's the charging, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting though because they're. I guess then in these videos they're showing the charger while someone's using it, but in a lot of other Apple products, they like don't want you to use the charger at all while yeah. you touch. Like the Magic Mouse, oh my god, you can't use it without oh flipping god. it upside down. The Magic Mouse pisses me off. So well, much. here's the thing: I think it gets too much hate. No. Yes, no. it gets way too much can, hate. There's nothing you can do to justify. I'll explain. I'll explain a why. Mouse that I can't use. I can't. Why can't I use it? If I plug it and put it at the edge of my desk, I should be able to use it. I get that it's at the bottom. That itself is dumb and like dumb enough. But just put if I put it on the bottom, why can I not put it on the edge of my table? It's going over the sensor. That's all that should matter. I'll explain why. Well, like here's it's the about thing about the sleek design, man. It, it's not even that. Like even if you had to pour in the top, <laughs> yeah, it would be sleek still. Here's the thing: Would you ever unplug your mouse if there was a charger at the top that you could always leave plugged in? Oh yeah, I would unplug the mouse. No, it's well, so inconvenient. Most people wouldn't, I think. I would and that's not if it's in. on the top. If it's on the top. No, so I mean in like the front. Hypothetically speaking, like 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 if you're on, you have your desk right here, right, and then your mouse right here, and a wire going there and like to the bottom of the desk. It's not like it's not distracting you in any way. You always keep it plugged in. It's always charged. Probably. You can always still use it. It's not, it's not like you're gonna be yanking your mouse like doing it on your chest like this. Yeah. Like you're only gonna be doing it on your desk. And that's what I think Apple wants to like stay away from. Cause here's the thing, like Apple's all about simplifying like user experience, right? Like that's what they do with everything. They they connect every single one of their products into the seamless like. Apple ecosystem and it's that user experience which is like what Apple's great at yeah. and that's what the magic mouse kind of does by keeping it on the bottom is yeah it takes five minutes to charge like 50% right so 
does it are you ever in the need where you're like oh yes. i can't charge it for 30 seconds use your like then you have a trackpad no, or no, 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 on a computer i'm talking about like on the imac because when i used to use that as my main computer i i was literally i couldn't do anything. 10 seconds of it being plugged in will literally get it to it like 10 percent dude it doesn't it charges me, it does so not. fast it does not it charges 10 i think 10 minutes is what it takes to get to like 80% is the limit. Dude, the amount of times I've been freaking out because, like, if I, like, when I come back and, like, I haven't used my iMac in a while, I turn it on, it has to restart, but then I can't fucking even move anything on the thing, and it takes forever to okay. turn on in the first place, I, and then actually plug in and get I charging. do get why it isn't, is a concern, and it is kind of annoying, but I think Apple's that's it. design... No, that's it, that's it, that's it. it. It's a concern, it's annoying, fix it. Like, there's absolutely no justification for why a charger should be at the bottom, and make the thing completely useless. Why does the sensor turn off? Like, yeah, make it inconvenient to use. I don't care. But let me use it at least. Like, if I want to go through the That's inconvenience fair. of sliding into the corner, have it, like, stuck on my desk and just stuck behind that thing, let me do that. You, You're going through more effort on the technology to turn off the sensor so that it doesn't work when it's plugged in. Just don't change anything. Plug it in and let it work as normal. If I can find a way to get the sensor moving on something, that's all that should matter. Here, every five minutes while it's plugged in, pop up on the screen that says, your mouse is currently still plugged in, unplug it for better battery health. Would that suit your needs? You can still use it while it's plugged in, but it would get really annoying with it being, no. with the pop-up. Because I can, you know what? Because I can use my mouse and close it. I have there a solution. Hey, that's a good solution. I have a solution for you guys. Why don't you guys use a Bluetooth mouse with rechargeable batteries so that this conversation does not have to happen? I've had the same Bluetooth mouse for one year and I haven't no. replaced the batteries. No, that's not a the Apple way. See, but see, time. but see, that's when you get the, the iMac, way. this is free. Oh, free. Free is my f middle name. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Favorite word, middle name. But let's let, let's get back to the Vision yeah. Pro though. So for for anyone who doesn't actually know what we're talking about, let's kind of talk about what it is. It's pretty much another like AR VR headset, but this is taking it to a whole different level. I haven't seen AR integration, or if you don't know, that's augmented reality. That's pretty much merging technology into the real world. So it's kind, of, it's a lot like you would see in some out of Iron Man or like a real like movie. You literally see like screens pop up through your eyes. You guys might remember from years ago Google Glass. It's kind of like that, but looks way better. I haven't seen the AI integration look this good in a long time, and I've never really been a fan of VR. I think it's really annoying, especially like how it hurts your eyes and your head. But I don't know, something about this really excites me. I will say I love VR because I have an Oculus that my sister got as a gift, so I just use it sometimes. And I've I sat there for a few hours playing games, and I haven't bought a VR game because I just don't think it's worth it yet. Mm -hmm. But the few free games that I've played seem really fun. I will say that. However. AR is a whole different thing because AR you're not in this different world. You're in your world. You're just doing stuff in that world, and I think that's amazing. The only one thing I think would be really interesting or would be a nice addition is if you were able to use a mouse and keyboard to you know get immersed in this experience. As like in some of those clips they show, there's someone sitting at a desk using their hands out here doing whatever, and they have like four screens popped up in front of them. I think that's sick. Yeah. But also adding like a connected to your mouse and keyboard now you have virtual desktop screens know, imagine so having a you know those like minimalistic computer setups yeah. people like oh my com my computer is inside of my desk now like the nothing. desk is, now there's, there's nothing. nothing a keyboard oh, mouse you can hide those in your desk and you just have a plain desk you don't even need a keyboard mouse it's i mean i mean hand. you don't with your hands that's but what i'm saying, saying that's what i'm saying but like, like i feel like the, the whole point of what they're trying to do is so that they there's no separate gadgets needed you know everything is immersed in that screen that you're seeing so i'd assume within like 
some like dystopian future like keyboard will oh, appear yeah, wouldn't, yeah. or you'd be able to type and it'll better like monitor where your hand is going on the keyboard as with the mouse as well you'll be able to like you know what they do in the movies right they like zoom in and zoom out and like move it around and stuff like that that's probably what they're looking like but you know what my main concern with this thing is i'm looking at it right now it's chunky it is like chunky. i don't want to be seen with this on in public at all like like though it's cool no one is dropping like like it's not like like an everyday product. You know what I'm saying? Not no one's yet. dropping thirty five hundred dollars on this. Hey man, a dollar and it's for current patent, stage. You know? <laughs> no. Here, here's hey, but you, you say chunky, man. You know what they like to say, man? We like them big. We like them chunky, man. Well, you know, that's the thing. It's not meant to be used in that everyday situation yet. Where it's like yeah. this is obviously this being the first of its kind first real usable ar headset that's being mass produced it's not like google glasses where no one was really using that it was ahead of its time this i think is coming to the stages where like ar could be a very you know oculus came out meta was like hey we're gonna make everything in this metaverse it didn't work that well apple is not one to shy away from you know like new challenges so i think i think that like it might be something really interesting but i don't know We'll have to see. You know, this brings me to a point, actually, where I think, like, like the immersion of, like, this AR, VR technology with Apple mass-producing these things also brings about, like, a lot of attention to the metaverse specifically, <clears throat> right? And I'm going to bring light to one specific company, right? And their name is Render Protocols, and their entire system is backed by a by the render coin, right? And basically the render coin is, is like a utility coin. Um, and it's like a decentralized network to basically, um, it's like GPU based rendering solutions, right? So if you want to, you know, I don't know how to say this, but if you want to be able to like pay for like motion graphics and like animations and like VFX, you can do this through the render token, right? And so actually, um, as soon as the news came out that, um, that Apple was going to be releasing this like AR VR stuff, render stock, um, or crypto stock technically went up 8% as soon as that announcement went up. And you have to think about like, <clears throat> like how this will be used. Cause this will allow companies as well as regular users to access like, like unused processing resources to like aid in like streaming these 3d environments right and like with this new launch of this new headset there's going to be a huge demand for these large gpu rendering like processors and where where is this going to happen this is going to happen through the render coin right because let's think about like have you guys heard of decentraland yeah, yeah. yeah. decentraland is the place in the metaverse where you can buy and sell land and now so having using render as a way to like buy these animations and vfx and everything you get more um utilization of the metaverse as a whole and i think like this like this like it's the it's the upcoming of the metaverse now and now once apple gets involved the metaverse is when it's going to start getting huge because there's a lot of other projects that are now going to be backed by augmented and virtual reality as well I, i'm not gonna lie i think meta ruined the metaverse I, oh, for sure. I mean, like, metaverse is only a thing because of meta. No, 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 no. The metaverse is it was concept it's way coined, before. Co like the metaverse no, 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 coined no, no, no. by. The, the, they changed their name to meta because of the metaverse. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure that's what it was because the metaverse oh, idea has been around for a while. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like, when yeah. I saw the people like react to the change, they literally said that like they're calling themselves the metaverse and like this is like for years. This is not what the metaverse is meant to be because the metaverse. The whole point of the metaverse is also to be to be decentralized and like not related to big tech. And yet, 
the biggest tech company besides Google, I guess. Like, yeah. one of the biggest tech companies is running the metaverse. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And also, it just looks like shit. Like, the meta, actu- the actual metaverse made by Meta does not look good at all. It looks so bad. Uh, not entirely. You know, a lot of people who have bought land bought some really, like, nice, modern-looking pieces of, like, real estate in yeah. this Decentraland. Like, people have bought, like, $200,000 yachts in the metaverse so that they can hold and buy, sell, whatever they want to do. And they're treating it like like real life, basically, because that's how the market works in the metaverse as well. I think they are treating it like real life, though, because they're only seeing it as a digital asset right now. They're not using it as a yacht, you know, which is why I don't the whole metaverse thing. I don't know if it will fully work out because or not. I don't think we're even close yet, though, I think, because you're talking. I understand it from like a profit standpoint. That people, it's same like crypto, right? How yeah. people are going to buy something, they hold it, and they'll sell it, <clears> but it's not a real physical tangible No, thing. it's a tokenized asset. Exactly. It's, it's an yeah. NFT, essentially, yeah. but in land, you exactly. know, in this metaverse. But right now, it's just a collectible, pretty much. No one's using their land. It's not like on their land right now, people are living there. People aren't buying their houses on the metaverse so that they can actually go live there. People don't spend the kind of time in the metaverse where you're actually living in the metaverse, which... That, that raises like a lot of ethical questions whether or not we should be going into that if that will be more productive for humans eventually to just completely merge into technology like that but I don't know what, what do you guys kind of like think here's my thing so actually it's kind of like weird but so when I was in I was in New York this past weekend and while I was there I was just walking through um, I actually don't know what it's called you know that thing near One World Trade Center with the it looks like a like it looks like a Titans like rib cages it's the it's where the path from Newark exits. You might know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't I don't know what it's called, but that building essentially had this weird pop up in in like one of the stores, and they were talking about how like art and technology come together, and it was it was a blockchain like Web three space. I don't really I didn't I wasn't there long enough to understand what was going on. They were giving a talk, and I kind of just walked in on this talk, mm-hmm. but it was really interesting how they were talking about how like art and technology are kind of like this separate thing. You know, you're like humanities and arts, or in science and technology. But there are a lot of places where these do overlap, like web design, web three with NFTs and a lot of this. But again, it's the idea that art has to overlap with technology. So just using like web three to create, you know, NFTs or some design doesn't really like come to the point where, oh, this is something new. This is something innovative. It's just a use case of web three. But once you have, you know, applications in web three that are used like you do real technology, when the iPhone first came out, it was like the first of its kind where like full face smartphone, something like that, mm-hmm. where it was designed in the way that like it was designed in a new way with, you know, the sleek exterior metal case or like metal backing with this full glass front. And that was the technology. And then the, or that was the design. And then the technology was the smartphone capabilities of it. In the same way, if we ever do want to use yachts in the metaverse or something like that, it needs to be where it's like, yeah, someone designed this yacht and it's really cool to see this like. 3D model in the metaverse, but there's no use case of it. There's no like science use, or there's no actual application of it. That technology is not be- going anywhere, and that's what's like lacking right now in the metaverse. No one's using the metaverse as the metaverse. They're just using it to hold. Yeah. They're using it because they they pl- they plan in one day. Hey, the metaverse might become something. So let's hold this land so we can sell it in the future. But no one's actually making that reality a reality. Right. Right now. Metaverse is essentially a mix of it's a glorified like game center and also like 
Binance, pretty much, like or like a or Open Sea. Like you just go on there, it's like buy and hold your assets, or play games and go into VR chat on Metaverse. But here's the thing, which is full of a bunch of weirdos, by the way. It do- that doesn't matter because they've created a community inside the Metaverse, right? You think about like you take us back to the pandemic, so to say, right? Where we we can have real interpersonal connections. Mm-hmm. Where else are you gonna have them online? Like I would play games with my friends, right? It's like you think about it, like the Metaverse is like a creation engine almost, right? And allows like all these different types of users to like create these new activities of their own, right? Or they can like go to a marketplace or buy and sell stuff and own land and basically like mimic life, like yeah. like Sims almost, but like in real life because these days like people are so immersed into technology and so immersed into the game, like it's people's jobs. It's what people do every day, you know? Like they're there 24 hours a day, like streamers are gaming yeah. all the time and that's where they're having most of their interactions. So now if you also have... The metaverse now, where now you have a place or not, where only you can be immersed in the game, but you can also mimic lifestyle while you're also inside of the game. You can also, you know, like hold and like buy digitalized, tokenized uh, assets and stuff at the same time, still be immersed in the game that you play. So it's just like it's an expansion of your regular life for people who are already so immersed in these like in these technologies. So so Meta should try to like artificially make like a new bio disease to put everyone back in like quarantine so that way everyone uses their, po- their services their metaverse you know i mean everyone get involved then you know but that's, that's that's not the point i was trying to make <laughs> the, the, <laughs> that's, a, that's just what it sounded like to me. I, I, mean, <laughs> I was giving you an example of like because like it's not just the pandemic everyone is completely immersed in technology now technology is every is like it's it a is, place yeah. where everybody go and like in some time you know, millions of years down the line where the earth is not suitable, you know, we always hear about these, again, dystopian futures where, you know, you plug yourself in to these augmented realities into technology. And that's where we're going to be living. We're just we're just setting like, you know, we're setting like the like the layout for what's going to happen in the future. It may not be have a use case now, but in the future, we're going to keep on building on top of it. And we're going to have something substantial in the metaverse. I think speaking of dystopian I think we have to bring up the man who's probably straight out of like a dystopian novel, Elon Musk here. Yeah. Th- this, okay, what's it called? What am I blanking? What's the chip called? Oh, Neuralink. Neuralink. Yeah. Yeah. Are you getting the Neuralink? Here's the thing. I Elon, was. Elon says it's ready to go. We've done trials. It works doing perfectly. FDA. And it's all. It's all approved. Are you getting it? Here's the thing. I was talking to my mom about learning languages, and this is a really weird topic to have Neuralink, but. I, she was like, oh, you know, if you don't learn your native language, it'll disappear. It was one of those, like, you know, basic immigrant conversations where it was like, you have to be, like, you know, immersed in your culture. You need to learn the language fully so that, you know, it doesn't disappear off the face of the earth. And I'm like, I really don't think anything will nowadays because everything is going to be on the Internet. But, like, you're not losing information nowadays unless you have a giant relapse in human history where we have another Dark Ages, which could happen. Who knows? You're not losing information. Information's here to stay because we're in the information age. Yeah. And so if I get Neuralink, I don't need to learn how to speak Gujarati. It like download it. it. It's downloaded into my brain. And like that's the really interesting thing about like the Neuralink. It's not, oh, now I have information while I'm taking tests or whatever. It's using it with like in accordance to your human capabilities. And that's where I think like we had a conversation last week about AI. And I think that was a really interesting conversation. But imagine what AI capabilities with a human mind together can yeah. do. Right now, we're inputting stuff into ChatGPT or like API accessing these like AIs. But imagine what you could do when this is built in your head. Yeah. 
You just have to think. You don't you have to think. build a program to query an API or anything. There is a big problem. Head. There's a big problem with this though. Elon Musk said it himself. He okay. I'm not actually. I actually I, I don't agree with what Elon Musk said. He says, "Why the hell would you want a VR headset when like I don't want?" He's literally. I'm gonna quote him word for it. He said, "I don't want that friggin' thing on my nose." You know, I don't want to. I don't want to have that big chunky thing on my face. He said, "Why not just insert a chip in your brain?" But then there comes the possibility of like you know people becoming too immersed into this technology because I feel like the more we have technology bias, the more lonely we get. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, let's just say we're, we're like we're at a restaurant, right? In a time where there's no phones, we're forced to have interpersonal connections. But now every time we have a split second, like any free time of the day, what do we do? We pick up our phone. Yeah, I always and get so annoyed at that. Exactly. Yeah. I would literally make a point if we're at like dinner or something, or like I'm out at like a friend's house. I will literally make a point. Like I will sit there and say nothing before I go and grab my phone. And yeah, looking. because yeah. why would you want to do that? And yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing it's, it. It's it's like a common thing nowadays. Well, that's also what you were saying with like everyone becomes lonely with technology is many modern nations, first world countries have higher suicide rates than third world countries. And it's because of a lack of community. If you're online, yeah, sure you have your Reddit community, sure you have your metaverse community. Yeah. It's not it's not even close to the same as going over to like, you know, you're like if you're in a third world country and you have a little town around you, it's it's not the same as going over to your neighbor's house and having like, you know, an evening talk every single night. Yeah. When I go to India and it's just like, you know, you know the people that live around you and your neighbors, you like everyone just goes and meets at one person's house every night. That sense of community is what really like that's part of like that human experience that people always talk about. Yeah. And that lacks when you're on technology. It's just not the same. People are behind <laughs> this like wall of technology. And yeah. I don't think that'll ever change because we're like yeah. always progressing into this digital yeah. age and yeah now that ar is coming out and yeah. now that this is matt is coming out is never going back to that just we exactly. sit in a circle and talk exactly. have you seen the david cho clip on uh joe rogan where he says how he went to africa for a while and he lived like with people there and he talked to them about america and he said why would we want to go oh they yeah, literally, they, yeah they literally said why would we want to go to america isn't that the place where people jump off buildings to kill themselves yeah and they see america as like this crazy place because the idea of like suicide is so foreign to them because that as you said mental illnesses are just not as prevalent in nations that are economically less developed exactly i think community is really like community is that one term i would give and i've seen it before online where people have thrown that term out but like in like small towns in europe think about just like you know sun is setting everyone in your little town comes together in like some little courtyard and everyone's just you know having fun talking to each other that sense of community lacks a lot in like first world countries you know you come home to work and you're at your you're in your small house or in your whatever rental apartment in watching the city, netflix watching netflix yeah. on your own yeah. like yeah it gives you so much dopamine and yeah it's like for your brain sure you get like a ton of dopamine but it's not the same as that like you know being together with a group of people i think i think it's not only a community but we lack simplicity in life now i think the whole thing of like pushing towards human computer interaction is just taking the human interaction out of the human computer interaction Mm -hmm. we're just forcing ourselves to be you know just just in constant contact with our computers like literally today i woke up i checked my phone yeah right Uh, i go to the bathroom i scroll through tiktok i come back i start working on my computer and then I go to watch uh, t- uh, Netflix on my TV. And I go to work. I'm changing the songs on my phone on Spotify. You know? Like, we're always so yeah. connected to these screens. Like, I think it's time that, we, you know, we stop and we, like, take a breather. And we just try to, like, enjoy the time we have on this earth. Because not only are we also getting immersed in this technology, the earth is also going to shit as well. Mm. Pollution, global warming, you know, 
our Earth is just become is going to become inhabitable. We're going to Mars, baby. We're going to Mars. Yeah, that's all nice, Gandhi, but we got money to make here, man. We're burning all the oil. We're raising more technology. You will have a chip in your brain whether you like it or not. You're going to sit there and make money for the world. Dude, it's like a big it's like a big thing. <laughs> it's a big thing. It's like everyone everyone's always on dude even like just seeing myself wake up and being on technology i hate it but at the same time there's not a lot i can do about it i love it i love it i need to make that money yeah i need to make that money my, my 50 dollars an hour make that 50 dollars <laughs> no it's i mean it's something like i think humans are inevitably not going to be able to escape i don't know if, have either of you watched alice in borderland no no but i've heard it's good it's heard a it's really good, good show but this has nothing to do with the show because this is unrelated but in the very last episode one of the main characters that's asking, hey, why is this happening to us? And one of, like, they get teleported into this game, and this is not a spoiler, but this part is kind of. And the girl explains, you are not, act- it's not like a real spoiler, though. It's not going to tell you anything about the story. But she makes a joke that you're all, everyone that's playing this game is actually in a simulation a thousand years into the future. And you're all just humans who downloaded a game of, like, 2020, you know, 2020 when wow. Alice in Borderland came out. And everyone's just playing this game where everyone's dying. Because humans can't survive without dopamine now. Because we've enabled humans to live forever. And now all humans need to survive is just dopamine. And then it pans to this giant room of just people like floating and hovering. And like in headsets connected to this game. Where everyone's just playing in a different reality. Because they can't do anything. So they just infinitely play like new and new games. And it's that's like a wild thought to think about. Like that could be reality in the future. And there's literally that's the direction we're headed in. in. Like dopamine on every single corner of our lives yeah. and like just playing these games all Shout the time. Shout out to Ludu, man. Stream dopamine. <laughs> Stream dopamine. Stream dopamine. Yeah. yeah. But guys, are you getting the chip? Maybe a few years after it comes out. I think so. A few years after it. Oh, you get, wait, wait for the new model to come out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you going to like wait for the new model to come out and then buy the cheaper older one? You know, yeah, you know who I am. You know who I am. Look at this X code. Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 Bro, born and bred. Indians a hundred percent would be like waiting. They're like, I'm gonna wait to get the Neuralink when the version three comes out. Then I'll buy the version one. You know, yeah. <laughs> like gonna, because better, because better, it's cheaper. They will buy the beta when everything else is gone. <laughs> when the real ones out, you know? dude. I bought my iPhone 12 when the 13 came out on a plan. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh come on, bro. We've been doing this since since day one, bro. Day one. The iPhone 12 comes out. Purchase the iPhone oh, 8. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, eight. I, that's when I got mine. Can dude. I get traded? Yeah, yeah, what do you think I'm doing? With, <laughs> my sister needs to get on our plan. My dad's waiting for our, our plan to end so we can trade it yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, that's literally what we just did. <laughs> yeah. It's I not even that. Uh, I have this old like 2001 iPod. Does this have any value? <laughs> value? Yeah, any I mean, face value? Yeah, it's 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 part of our like skin tone. It's, it's just, like built into it's us, built in, and eventually it will be built, built into, into us with Neuralink exactly. version one. Exactly. I think I don't know. I think Loki is it's kind of scary, you know. It's like, very scary. Like since like Super. since like since like when like modern computing started, right? Like all these technologies have like expanded beyond their initial role, right? Because they're they're not just used for like the normal. They're not just used for like high tech like admin purposes, like scientists or like yeah. people like computer scientists, people doing work. But now they're in our everyday homes. And now like I don't know. I think the idea of simplicity is just gone, and I think we need to take a step back, you know, and you know recalibrate ourselves no what do you I told mean, you man no. there's money to i'm be not made. getting the chip there's man. money to be made man you'll you'll become a machine it's money re- whether you like it or not and you'll sit there pushing paper making money for them because the thing is like 
you know, slowly, like, as I make money now, I feel like, 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 I'm always, like, chasing money, you know, when, when I don't money, have it, but, like, money, when, money. when you start making money, then you, like, realize that, like, how money is, like, not the most important thing in the world, because, like, I, I, I think we're a little too early to start <laughs> thinking that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're still we gotta get, we gotta get our money up first, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, I literally, I was dropping, I was dropping something off at my uncle's house, because my grandpa's living with him right now, we, like, switched between his house and my house, but... I, I, I stopped by and I was just he was talking to me real quick and I was like oh yeah my internship started but it's only 20 hours a week this re this specific research one is 20 hours a week and he was like don't you worry you're gonna be working your whole life 20 hours a week enjoy the other 20 and so I was like in that moment I was like yeah obviously yeah, I'm enjoying it but it's kind of that is kind of what it is it's like you know you're working your whole life just enjoy what you have and like yeah. hopefully you find that community and you don't end up jumping off a bridge and becoming one of the statistics that the African people or the African tribe talks about in David Cho's podcast. Yeah. That was so specific. <laughs> wow. I mean, he brought it up. I, def <laughs> I definitely don't want to enter that very specific realm of possibility. It's crazy though. I, I, I agree with you guys though. Like, I feel like also with Indians, it's really hard it's, to get rid of that it's mindset. It's a cultural... I, I was talking to my mom about it recently because we were, we were talking about, like, how we're, they're kind of realizing how everyone else just kind of, like, they live their life and are happy with what they have, you know, whatever it is, but Indians will never celebrate what they have. No. Like, we always want Like, more. me and my family, we, we've done pretty well for ourselves, like, with what we've accomplished. Me and my brother have done well so far at least but like we, we we are like trained to not think it's enough or like oh for not sure. not celebrate anything we'll keep going it's just it never ends like i feel yeah. like that's just literally ingrained in us now i mean that's what makes us that like you know the what is the term model minority like that's what oh is that what they call us yeah that's, that's really? what they call asians in general like in america it's like oh you're the model minority because what you put your heads down you work yeah you don't let like you know you're never one to step out and like raise your voice at someone and that's what puts us in that position but at the same time it like i'm sure that if you like figured out the real depression statistics or yeah. figure out real statistics behind like certain mental illnesses it would prevail in oh yeah communities. yeah and you would have to make it really detailed for that to come out because oh yeah you know no one indians will it. never admit uh, to having any problems they, they will not they will say they have to they will not see a counselor they will yeah. not see anything they never just, but oh, they don't believe sure. in that I, I don't mind the mindset to be honest like i know like it could push towards like depression but at the same time you know it teaches me to like not live life with regret because i always have i always know that i'll work so hard for what i get and i'll be able to reap the benefits and even though like, let's just say i don't work hard for something i don't want to live with regret and like the fact that my parents have instilled in me to like always keep pushing and to like never be satisfied with what you have you always want more because there's always gonna be someone better than you and you always want to become you know the best and you can't do that without pushing forward and I, think I feel like that's healthy but the never satisfied part i don't think is like because honestly like if you ask someone what their like goal is in life after they're older i would honestly hope like being content is just probably one yeah. feeling that like you can't even explain like just being content with where you are. I can't. Not, I can't. Like I can't imagine. I don't. That. I can't imagine. I can't that imagine way. that. You know, but that's realistically. Eventually, hopefully, you get to that point where you can be because never being satisfied, you will. It'll eventually come to hit you. Like, the wolf said it best. Like how, I've um, been a rich man and I've been a poor man. I'll choose rich every fucking yep, time. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I still I disagree. I I like I like having the grind mindset. Oh yeah, it has its benefits. Obviously. It does have like, its benefits. Obviously, it has its benefits because I mean it shows in statistics here's, and stuff. Like we we we're doing, we've gotten to where we are in life because of the mindset we have. Exactly. Right now. But here's yeah. the thing: because the people 
who you say, like, let's just say don't have that grind mindset and are content with what they have, a lot of those people live with regret when they see the people with the exactly. grind mindset. Be like, oh, is always greener, maybe if yeah. I worked harder, I could have, you know, done the same things they did. But then there's like that small super minority of people who are just extremely content yeah. with their life and just couldn't care less about what other people think of them. And like that is like that's also dangerous. That's, yeah. and that's also pretty dangerous. Yeah. But that's like that's where I want to be. Because mm-hmm. I just want to be like, you know what? Screw it. I don't care. I'm living my life, and I like the life that I lived. I don't want to live with exactly. regret. You go, you want to find that kind of balance where you have that drive to work hard, and you you want to be the best at what you do. Because I think everyone should try to be the best in what they're doing. Otherwise, I think there's what are you doing? Like that. That's I feel like everyone's goal should be to be the best in what they do. Yeah, yeah man. Our boy Ash did it. Why can't they? Why can't we? You know, be the Tom best Br- there ever was. You want to be the best. You want to be the best there ever was. Tom Brady like, did no it. Like no one ever would. And he's going to do it on Mars, too. Tom Brady's going to be the MVP mm. on Mars. He's going to be dead. <laughs> All right, man. You're not going to say it like that. <laughs> Damn, those away games going to have a long commute. He's got that Sunday to Thursday game. He's like, oh, shit. I, I, don't, know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make it, guys. Coach, I don't know if I'm going to be there on time. <laughs> Bro, he's going to be busy kissing his son. <laughs> yeah. On Mars, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, he's that going was, farther away from the sun, funny, man. man. He's going farther away from the sun. How's he gonna kiss the sun? Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, extra planet over. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm mistaken. This is just awful. Like, <laughs> what have we turned into? We're losing, dude. It's too late. It's like, oh my god, this is awful. But I think okay. Let's reroute all the way back to to the first to the first thing we we're talking about. Not Neuralink, but Vision, Vision Pro. Final thoughts on Vision Pro. Cute. All right, final thoughts. Excited, expensive, not going to buy till it's cheap. Help me. Thank you. Expensive for now, excited for the future. Yes. And excited for see what it holds in the metaverse, especially. Mm. Especially. Love the AR capabilities, including the, the VR ones, but I think it is a game changer for workflow and a game changer for the future of. Game? Metaverse. Did you say game? Game. 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 Or Speaking of game, or real quick, it, also, since, since, since you brought up AR real quick, before that. Before yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, we're getting closer and closer to bringing Pokemon into the real world, man. Pokemon Go is already I mean, AR. I mean, hey, I just wait till... Wait, 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 here's one thing. They did say there were iPhone and iPad games, which are coming to the real... Or, oh, which are coming to the thing. man. So, I might have to get one. <laughs> for 35... Catch me in the street with goggles just going like this. <laughs> all the Kumon money is going to this. <laughs> but it really could work. Because it's literally... It, they showed a video of like Mickey Mouse jumping around yeah. on couches. What's the difference yeah. between Mickey Mouse and Pikachu? Yeah. Can you work Pokemon Go on this thing? You think? You think Pokemon Go could work? You'd be like, no, you actually no. just... What, Pokemon Go? It'll, it'll be a different version of Pokemon. It wouldn't be Pokemon, what, Pokemon Go. Because Pokemon Go has its own map overlay and Dude, stuff. Dude, no, but think about it, right? Hear me out. The you only s- in-the-world part is the catching. You see it in the real world exactly. with, like, spires coming out, right, mm-hmm. of, like, for all your stops. And then you have a mini-map, which shows the same thing as a regular map. It's like GTA. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right? Well, like, but it wouldn't be first person. You you would they would have to change it to be first person. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it GTA would be first person. in first person. I, I, yeah, it would not be yeah. Pokemon Go specifically, it, but there could be. Yeah, it's yeah. there's a lot of potential for a Pokemon Go Pokemon style. Oh, just show. wait. Once you get the Neuralink, man, you think you're feeling a Pokemon too. It actually feels like yeah, you're petting them and stuff. That'd be it wild. Like oh, that's what I was saying. I was gonna bring this up, but Apple like. If they were to come out with this, it would be really beneficial for them to come out with haptic gloves yeah. or something similar. Oh my god, bro! That's literally this is what I live for. Four D, four D experiences where you're like, you know, you'd always go to like four, like you know, I play America. You have the four D experience where they spray water at your face. 
Yeah, what kind mean, of 4D experience are you talking? No, nah, you about know what I'm talking here? about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. like, there's like a movie. They theater. do it on rides. So basically, yeah. like, 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 if you Damn, like that joke, is like... <laughs> we we got it. The okay. water on the face, we got it. But I didn't yeah. get it. What liquids end up on your face? And 4D. Anyways, going back, I think there's a lot of potential with Vision Pro, mm. and I'm glad to see the future coming. Apple, Elon, don't kill us all. Thank you. Alright, anyways. Game? 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 Alright, guys. By the way, we, we didn't address this. Prem's not here. Yeah, we always do this. We always start and we just forget to address the elephant not in the room. Oh! <laughs> I didn't... Whoa! Yo, yo, he done. I just called him an elephant, bro. Damn! Yo, alright, bro. We know he's like, he's Jotto, but not, not Jotto. You know? <laughs> Dude. Hey, Prem, if you're watching this, I didn't mean it like that. I was just saying elephant in the room. It was a, it was a play on words. Bro, Prem's going to go through to like clip up his TikToks and just see that. <laughs> <laughs> We're editing this week, so it's going to be my yeah. edit, and he's going to see that. Like, And the title goes, is Prem an elephant? <laughs> All, right. All right, guys, but welcome to Rap or Crap, guys. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. There we go, there we go, there we go. All right, guys, welcome to Rap or Crap. As we all know... Hip-hop these days especially is full of a lot of questionable, sus, and kind of stupid lyrics. And so we're going to see today if these guys can tell if a lyric is real, meaning rap, it's from a real rap song, or it is crap, meaning made by me, Lil Tubbs. Lil Tubbs in the Lil house. Lil I, I will say, just as a heads up, you know, the, the, these, these lyrics are not a accurate representation of my bars, you know. I, 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 got, I got a lot of stuff... Way better than these. This these just suit the purpose of the game better, you know. But all right, guys, I'm gonna say a lyric. You guys hold up the paper to see which one you think it is. Rap from a real artist. Crap being me. Let's get into it. All right. That was a little bit of a. Hey, don't say that about yourself. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, by the way, guys, Lil Tubbs is like a generational rapper. Yeah, like, yeah, seriously, yeah. check him out on Spotify, all platforms. He has a new EP coming out this year. Right? We'd be, we'll be expecting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same time. Uh, you're, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. You got a spot if on Nas's album? If you were to drop an EP, what would you call it? Oh, I've, I've actually, I have, bro. Catch them all. You actually have no oh, idea how <laughs> much shit I've planned out music-wise, but I just never finish. No. I, I, if you ask like Nick, he'll know. Like if you tell Nick, <clears throat> "Man in the Mirror," he'll know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. EP like, four album, second song album made by A Boogie. Oh, that's that's the one you think of first, man. That's a song also, and it's nowhere nearly as well executed. It's not as conceptual. What the A Boogie one? Yeah, yeah, it's not that good, but yeah. there's a song. Yeah, <laughs> man should... in the Mirror trope has been used a lot, but I I, I had a yeah. I had a full like. Okay, I, I don't want to get into it right yeah, now. Yeah, I'll we'll explain we'll after. We'll yeah, yeah. It's game time. Yeah. Game? All right. Firstly, how do you guys think you're going to do at this, by the way? Awful. Um, terrible. Really? Awful. I don't know. You, th- you think because my lyrics are just so good, you will think that they're rap. You yeah, know? you're a lyricist, Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> trust me, these are not good lyrics I've made, man. <laughs> All right. Ready for the first one. Get your papers ready. Papers in hand, Is man. Is like first one to do it or just one? No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have like you show it at the same time, 3, 2, 1. If we get it right. And you get points. It's like real or AI. Yeah. Yeah. But. But rap or the crap. spin-off. But me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's prepping. Just so anyway, making some guys, scoreboards, making the scoreboard real let quick. Let me just talk about the Patriots and their season. Nope, nope, shut right. up, I'm ready. <laughs> We're not going there. You ready, you ready, Nish, get ready, get ready. I'm ready, bro. I got All right. I got but him. he's going to see, man. Well, no, I'm going to, I'm going to. 
Turn it. Okay. Well, oh, are we gonna go? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna hit see, this. We're gonna hit this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. All right, ready for the first one. Shoes on my hands, gloves on my feet. Fuck you, mean. I'm going to repeat. I'm ready. Interesting. I'm ready too. Three, two, one. It's rap. It's rap. 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 Little tough strikes once again, man. That is me. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> that was fake, so it's zero see, zero. No points. See, my thought process was behind is like like if it's something stupid, he might try to like trick us. Trick us. Make us think yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, actual yeah. Yeah. Oh don't that's why I made stupid lyrics today <laughs> and not my real bars, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I might have a few sprinkles of my real bars in here though. Well, one or two of these are are kind of legit. <laughs> Try to square up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go. Number two. My dick so hard, it make the metal detector go off. <laughs> I'm just losing this game 100%. I'm 100% with this game. <laughs> oh my dick so hard. <laughs> All right, ready, ready. All right, ready. Three, two, one. Crap. Rap. That is rap. Nish, do you know what song? No clue. Oh, I thought I actually thought you guys would both get this. That's two chains on all me by Drake. Oh, my dick. So I'm not gonna say. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, yeah interesting. I, no, I was I was playing that game of poker with you. Uh, I don't think I don't. We think, don't condone gambling. I don't think Lil Tubbs would uh, play a game like that or would make a rap like that. Oh yeah. Uh, let's go number three, bro. Go, I'm ready, bro. Right, enough of this. Locked in. Let's go. I'm so fly. All the penguins trying to be me. I'm just trying to be like them. That's why I pull up icy. Interesting. I'm ready. Interesting. Hold on, give me a second. Penguins trying to be me, man. You relate? Penguins always trying to be you? Are you that fly? That line is throwing me off. I can't even lie. The penguin part, it's really throwing me off. The Why? icy part, I would say, it would be a straight, like, I, I have a thought for that. But yeah. the other one is... What's weird about the penguins? Do you get the line? Yeah, penguins can't fly. <laughs> when yeah, penguins fly. Mm. I don't know why I'm that's the term. I'm, I'm ready. ready. Three, two, one. Rap. Rap. Crap. That is crap. Oh, that was me. Wow. That was me. Wow. I told you I came to play, man. I came to play. Dude, I'm, I'm over three. Right I came now. to play today, I'm, man. Oh, I'm one for three. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Okay. Damn. Man, on, pick it up. Pick it up. Locked in, bro. All right. Dancing with the homies, watching Disney. How we shake it up. Throwing all these bands. Hunnids gave that bitch a paper cut. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Three. Two, one. Final last switch. Crap. Rap. Do you know who it is? No, but it feels like a Logan Paul, Jake Paul type of like. Feels oh, like a bro. Disney no, I don't want to play this game. Oh, anymore. you don't listen to Lil Tubbs? It's that. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> Damn. 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 You don't. You don't know Lil Tubbs be on Demon Time like I'm that. I'm sorry, man. dude. I didn't Who's realize. Who's <laughs> coming off, bro? Who's coming off? I'm ready. That's a fine line. I'm not gonna lie. That's a good line. That's a good line. <laughs> I knew that was Tubbs. Hey, bro. It's tied. It's tied back up. Hey, it's tied back hey. up. I knew that was Tubbs. You don't know Tubbs' dealings, man. All right. One all. One all. One all. One all. Yeah. I come fast. All right. Now I'll say the lyric. <laughs> <laughs> right, I come fast, like nine one one in white neighborhoods. <laughs> okay. 
It's facts, man. Okay. I, I think I think. I'm Who good. relates? No, never mind. Oh, yeah, there we go. Well, let's go. All right, let's All go. right ready? Three, Three two, two, one. That's my boy Tubbs. That's rap. I've heard that line before. Rishi. I come fast like 911 in white neighborhoods. Like Ain't got me. no shame about it. Nah. I actually don't know the next line, but but think about it. Start, start with, it starts that with, uh, is first. your boy J. Cole, no role models. First Arguably things first, buddy. First things first. I come peace. fast like 911 in white neighborhoods. Ain't got no shame about it. Think that I'm spoiled and I'm rich because I can have any bitch. Come on, man. Shame without it. I'm disappointed, man. I'm so disappointed. Dude, that's a problem. Like, like for me, like for me, like I envision the tune behind it. I'm not good with lyrics. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I can like if I know if I hear it, like I know it. You know, mm. I'm terrible with tunes though. Yeah. I mean, with words. Alright, this is a quick one. Punch you in your motherfucking face like SpongeBob. Wait, why is that quick? It's just shorter the line. Okay. Right. Straight to the point. <clears throat> Punch you in your motherfucking face like SpongeBob. With my answer. Uh, can I get an explanation, please? No. Okay. Self-explanatory. This is not. This is not like the spelling bee. Do you oh. want me to punch you in your motherfucking face? Can I get rapper of origin? No. <laughs> can we get okay. country of origin? United America. States of America. Can we get state of America? No. Come on, man. No. Hey, who knows? He might have created this. East Coast or West Coast? West Coast. I mean, if I say West Coast, it's not me then, so East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> hey, you don't know he was making it in L.A. I honestly thought that... that you flew to L.A. to make this? Cook he it was, up? He was, he was writing up lines in, in, All right, in ready? the West. Ready? Three, two, one. Tubbs. It was Tubbs. Damn. You guys don't know Ghostface Killer like that, man? Oh, I don't know Ghostface Killer like <laughs> that, bro. Damn. Ghostface killer on out of town shit. That's such a weird lyric. I love Ghostface. Does it man. make sense to you? No. I don't like this game, Ari. No. Like, <laughs> I take back my game. Game? I take it back. Like, I don't want any part I'm of this struggling. Game. I'm too yeah. good at this, man. I'm, I'm too good. I'm struggling, dude. The hood needs to come back. <laughs> yeah, get in the hood. Did you get your one point while you were in the hood? See, now now, now he's a now rapper. He's rapper. Now he's a rapper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's from the streets of Harlem, or he's like from O Block. Yeah, man. Throw up some signs, man. Or don't. You know, we might get canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, All right. in. Ready. <laughs> all in. Still tied. Actually, no, Nishka's up by up one. one. Two, one, two, one. I'm all in. Girl, game game. you're hot and cold. That makes you warm. Got it. I have <laughs> Got my it? answer. I have my answer. Mr. Hoodman, are you ready? Three. All in. Two, one. Tops. Can't pick it up. I can't pick it up. There you go. Tubs. You guys are really bad at this, man. That is rap. Although I will be fair, that is also just crap. <laughs> that I is mean, it, it the is past two lines have yeah. been crap, Ari. <laughs> it's Tyga temperature, and I don't think oh he understands how temperature works. <laughs> warm is still. It should have been like room temperature. <laughs> oh, what? Lukewarm. <laughs> room temperature, lukewarm. Both of those would have been better than warm. Nice. Really. I'm sorry. Game time. Game time. I'm locking in. Lock in. All right. Leave you black and blue. Leave you bruised like an orange. Nothing rhymes with orange. Oh, easy, <laughs> easy. Alright. Wanna repeat or are you guys good? I'm good. Right. I'm good, I'm good. Three, two, one. 
tops. It's tough. That's me, that's and I'll me. tell you why. I know the thought yeah. process. Who's He's the one man that can rhyme orange? He's also not doing three raps. Eminem. Eminem. He's also not doing three raps in a row, so. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm pretty proud of the internal rhyme schemes on that man. I'm just saying that first. That's time. good. It was good. Leave I your black that. and blue. Leave you bruised like an orange. Black and oh, yellow. Man. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Yeah, black and that's yellow. Yeah. Hey. All right. Once you do that, dude, I was confused until that orange part. That orange part gave it away. I love that line so much. Yeah. Just the pause, like nothing rhymes with orange. Nothing rhymes with orange. Hey, let's go. Dear Mr. Toilet, I'm the shit. Got these other haters pissed, cause my toilet paper thick. Got you, got you. Interesting. All right, got my answer. Three, two, one. Tubs. Tubs. Oh, so just because I said I'm the shit, you think it's crap? No, I think you're the shit. You think I'm the shit? You know who is the shit? Lil Wayne. Ah. Wheezy. You calling Wheezy crap like that, man? Yeah, Come dude. on. No, he's the shit. He's like he's the, shit. He's, he's, he's the, the shit. shit. he's the shit. I love that line, bro. <laughs> Damn, you guys gotta pick it up, man. Come on, come on. I, have we literally, like, we've, like... It's a close have, one, though. No, we have a worse record than, like, a 50-50 guess. Yes. This is worse than true yes. or false guessing. Yes. You wow. could have random number generated this better. <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, that's just good game mastery. Exactly. Yeah. You ready? I was really getting in there. <laughs> All right. Ready, Rishi? Or uh, Mr. Hoodman? Are, are you okay? Do you feel threatened? Yes. No. Do, do you need help? Oh, the above. Let's play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready. We are, we are We are. not playing. This is not a game. This is not a game. This is my life. Do you think this is a game? This is a game to you? Why don't you make a game? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? Uh, no. I see cash in my future. That's why they call me the prophet. I got my answer. Hold on, let me think. I see cash in my future. That's why they call me the prophet. Like Muhammad Ali in the mm -hmm. flight of Bali. Three, two. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. One, show. Not tubs. I think it's rap. Too good? Too good. That's me, man. It's too good. That's one of my you. legit ones. <laughs> you see what I mean, man? <sighs> see, okay. cash in my future. Okay. Call me the prophet. Come on, bro. What you know about those doubles? Damn. I'm done. <laughs> Damn, I did not expect this to go this bad, man. I can't believe this. Job's not finished. 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 All right. Keeping it serious. Chubba, chubba, chubba. Chubba, chubba, chubby. Choo, choo. I don't have any lines to go right here. So, chubby Teletubby. <laughs> Do you want to repeat on that? <laughs> no, I think we got it. Chubba, okay. chubba, chubba. I don't have any lines to go right here. Teletubby me, something. Chubba, chubba, chubba. Bro. It's literally, it says Tubby, bro. <laughs> it literally says Tubby. All right. I've got my guess. Three, two, one. It's rap. It is rap. rap. It is rap. rap. It is rap. Damn. Who was it? Who was Any it? Any guesses? There's only one man who can pull that off. Eminem. Was it? <laughs> That's Eminem. That was Eminem. That's Eminem. <laughs> that was Eminem, bro. <laughs> bro, oh Eminem God. is some of the best yeah. and also stupidest lyrics. Me and Arjun were right, bro. You should definitely stay no, 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 gone, no, 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 bro. No, no, no. Shut the fuck up. Oof. Can you can you repeat? 
I would word take off word. points, but it's too close and you're already losing. So no. <laughs> Can you repeat word for word the part, the that one like part time where he gives the orange rap? Do you think? Oh, uh, let me find the orange. I stuck my four inch orange door hinge and a porridge <laughs> with George. Yeah, I think that was, that was I think that was it. Might have been. Uh, <laughs> scrubbing up the soap. Smoking on the dope. Rinse, rinse, repeat. Rinse, rinse, repeat. Repeat. Scrubbing up the soap. Scrubbing up the soap. Smoking on the dope. Smoking on the dope. Rinse, rinse, repeat. Rinse, rinse, repeat. Rinse, rinse, repeat. Splash, splash, splash. Where my loofah at? Where my loofah at? Alright, so I think that's it. I think we've made a song, guys. <laughs> I think uh, it's, it's, it's definitely rap, then. It's definitely a rap. Definitely rap. Three, two, two one. one. You're holding a boat. Bro, bro can't be doing that. Which one is it? Can you see Nish's? Yeah, he can see mine. Then choose one, then. This is too late that's now. That's not, no, no. This you is cheating. Be, you're holding that in He's, front. You're holding crap in front. It was crap. That is crap. That's me. Yeah. Oh, That's crap. oh okay, and Rishi's okay, back okay, in it. Okay. He's tied. I personally think that was a little bit of a. What you know about that rinse, rinse, repeat, rinse, 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 repeat, man. man. Yo, after, after you don't, I you don't think Lil Tubbs can yo, on, say bro. smoking on that? He even said it was real, bro. I was like, where my loofah at? Two and one. What the fuck is that? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We gotta run this. We gotta run this. Oh, that was the last one. <laughs> it Damn, is it's a tie. Oh, it is a tie. Ooh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, yeah, he's coming up with one on the oh, spot. Oh, no, no, no. I got to vault, man. Come on. Do we rock, paper, scissors for the win? No, no, no. No, no, no. We, he's, got, he's got some. And shoot or on. shoot. No, no, no. I got a list, man. Rock, I got some reserves paper, here. And shoot. We're not rock, paper. He's rock, coming up with Rock, paper, something. scissors, and, and shoot. If this, one, if this one goes to a tie, you lost. I'm putting it to rock, paper, scissors, shoot if this one uh, goes to a tie. Or we could like switch up the game to who can guess the the song first, and that's that's the tiebreaker. Nah. Okay. Because <laughs> then it has to be a real song. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but then I mean I guess we change the game yeah. up. Or you could go with Spotify. Little Hello. It's all right. While while we're waiting again, let me it's tell me. you about the New England Patriots. I've what? been wondering. No, actually, seriously, seriously, seriously. I want to talk about this when I have the time. You'd like to no, can I just please talk? Like I've um, one time, I have a minute. I have a minute with the viewers. Yeah, come on, bro. Please, I'm serious. I'm actually serious. So, na, 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 na. based <laughs> off the OTAs right now, we got Tyquan Thornton looking actually fire right now. Mac Jones going into his third year. Wait, all I'm hearing is really comfortable. Boston team thought they were gonna win. Shut up. Yo, can I explain the OTAs? In a seven-game series, mm, they ended up sounds losing. Familiar, sounds familiar. It sounds very Dude, familiar. Caleb Martin, by the way, I was ex- at least expecting you to show up, bro. After you shit on us, I was expecting you at least to drop at least more than a point, bro. Zero points? I'm not accepting that. After you dropped 25 on us, why couldn't you drop zero on us? We, we would have won. Anyways, Mac Jones looking good in the OTAs right now. He says he feels really, really, really good with the OC Bill O'Brien. Um, you know, I think the Patriots can make a push for... The playoffs no. this year, seriously, because we always end up having a top three defense, and this way our offense also might be stronger now as well. With the addition of all our new receivers, Juju. Is that a rat? Relax, bro. No, I had to. I had to drop it. I had to drop it. All right. Anyways, Juju and the possibility of maybe us getting D Hop is just like. Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. Celtics. <laughs> okay. Don't Anyways, make me do it. <laughs> no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. 
<laughs> Anyways, what I'm saying is that we might get DeAndre Hopkins, right? Because who else has enough cap space to sustain the high-value contract that he wants? Only the New England Patriots. Will the New England Patriots give out a contract like that? Have they given out a contract like that before? No, they have not. But do we have hopes as New England Patriots fans? Always. I just do want you guys to always know get crushed? that before yes, this gets sent do. to Rishi, I'm going to put this into another... I'm going to put this in the garage band and just... Like bleep out everything he just said for the past five minutes. So much. Patriots are the best team in the world. So. And then I'm gonna make sure when I send my video, and I'm gonna make sure when Ari sends his video, we also like bleep those parts out. So you just All have right. no access to this audio All ever. Right. Anyways. And so, your computer's not recording anything, so I can tell you so, for sure we have no audio left of this. What all right, we, all right, you ready? Yes. I let you feel like the shit, but boy, you can't out fart me. I got my answer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like I've heard this before. Maybe I told you it before. Maybe you have. Hold I got. Sp- I tell you right now, I got split screen up right now. One of them is my notes app. All right, I have my Dug answer. into the vault. I have an answer. Three, two, one. It's Tubbs. For it's Tubbs. Fuck, man. You guys want the same answer. It's, it is Tubbs, though. <laughs> it's not Tubbs. It is, again, J. Cole. Damn it. I've Dollar heard this and a line. You've told me this line before, too. <laughs> Probably have. You've dropped it before. You should know this one, buddy. Bro, you're, you're getting exposed these days, man. Come on. All right, guys. I think I think we leave it as a tie. Or I, 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 I think you rock, paper, scissors right now. Right, unless you want me to we gonna go one last out of and Best out of three. No, no, no. Straight up. One out of one. One out of one. one, out of one. one and shoot. And shoot. Rock, Rock paper, scissors, and shoot. Nishk won! <laughs> Nishk won. Congratulations, Nishk. Very anticlimactic ending, but you know what? Shithousery at its finest. You have to do it sometimes, man. You know, at least we got at least we got a chance to talk about the New England Patriots on a podcast. Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, Nishk stays the winners. Oh! Keep your head down. Don't owe that. What? Down what? Now, now, now rhyme. Now rhyme. Where's the rhyme scheme? And I'll still be home for dinner. <laughs> you, little, you little brown boy. See, that was not Lil Tubbs. <laughs> that was definitively. Come on, man. Come on, man. Crap. See, man, Lil Tubbs got the bars, you know, man. We keep it tough here, man. Tubbs got the yeah, bars. No. Congratulations, no. Nish. Congratulations, another win on continuing Expanding his lead on total wins. The we have to go wins. back and count that, don't his we? Dynasty, we do. We do. We do. I think Rishi actually hasn't won one either. Nope. Oh. How have we only been talking about Prem this whole time? I think Nishka's has won every single game. Other than, than the one, one now. Yeah. There's so now been, Rishi's in last. Actually, there's been times where you've like taken points off from me. No, 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 but you've never been you've never lost you've n- that. Only Prem has lost. Even then, Prem was doing so bad that I don't think yeah, he would have won yeah, that yeah. time. Dude, that, every, anytime Prem has lost points, he was never going to win anymore. Do you hear that, Prem? I'm always second place, by the way. You're always second place. You're pretty much always I'm second always place. Second place. Oh, oh yeah. What was second place? First loser. Yeah, that's right. And what color does is it this feel game? so good? So it? what so what does that mean to you? I'm deficient as a brown person. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Dude, right. We're actually losing brain cells today. Anyways, guys. you know who else lost brain cells? Celtics last week. Oh, listen, guys, God. this has been such an unorthodox podcast without Prem, and now we got this lunatic talking about some random stuff. You know, guys, I'm so sorry for his behavior on the podcast. I truly apologize. I mean, you I know what? I'm not sorry for Celtics losing. I mean, we lost. It happens. <laughs> we. I was watching the game. Obviously, Jason Tatum playing on a hurt ankle. Kind of hurt us after the first 
play of the game, bro. That that was just so hard to watch. Jalen Brown. The problem is we have two large egos conducting this offense. Mm. One of them has to go because they're both set out for max contracts next year and then Jason Tatum the year after that. They're both above $200 million contracts. We can only keep one. We can only afford one. I think Jalen Brown has to go. I think he's a little too confident and a little too cocky with the, with the way he plays. He takes up shots that he should not be taking up. He's all, like contested shots, especially, and he's not a good commander of the offense. Jason Tatum, I think, is the better commander of the offense and a big point scorer. At the same time, we do need to strengthen up our defense and the way that we run plays as well. I think we lack a lot of like compatibility in the side of the team, especially because I think the plays that we draw up aren't just like aren't diverse. I think they're very basic plays, and it's kind of just like you know feed our playmakers and you know that's how it should be right you know you got to pass the ball to your best players but at the same time why do you think the heat won you know it's jimmy butler still had a big role but he passed a lot kill martin dropped 25 i think 25 that game right strauss is also one of their best shooters okay you have these guys coming off the bench so to say are these like fourth fifth sixth guys who are you know showing up for the team and that's how it should be you know you have to have a well roundabout um, team with depth on your roster, and I think you know if yeah. Missoula makes some changes in this year, and once again we'll end up in the conference finals or the playoffs, just losing the first round or in the conference. Oh, uh, great, 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 great. Yeah. So Celtics suck. Moving on to the finals. So we have Heat. Wait, one quick thing. <laughs> yeah. You were saying you were saying both of their contracts are ending. You think there's a chance Celtics drop both of them and revamp their team? No. They can't afford to do that. They can't afford they it. Can't. They they need a championship effort. Okay, but yeah. also if they drop one, they're like a they're they're a good duo. But if you drop one of them, what do you have? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you still might have Jason Tatum, but who knows what that's gonna do? Yeah. You, you lost with both of them. Yeah, but then how do you think you, you're gonna it, win with it one? It gives you a chance to build your entire offense around the one guy. You know, move the I, ball. I don't arguably say that you're already trying to. He, he's the have. star player of. You know, you don't see Tatum's Tatum's number one guy though. Yeah, like everyone says, He's everyone knows. Yeah, exactly. If Tatum's your number one guy, why is gonna hurt? Like, gonna help them? What? No, Jalen Brown is like that unorthodox player. He's like on or off a lot. I, mm. During the regular season, in the beginning of the playoffs, he was very consistent. But lately, when it's like when it's like really his time to show up, he has not been showing up because, to me, it looks like he plays cocky. Like I said, you know, he's just like, there's two guys on him, and like you could pass out. No, he'll drive in and take a stupid shot. And then we'll we'll go for like three from forty three from field goal. But a lot of people arguably say Tatum and Brown are like they're a duo. You know that's what that's what they, sets them. They are a duo. It's just we can't afford to keep them both. Okay, so what you have now just Tatum. Your our team is already being centered around Tatum, and like Brown's your number two. It's, but what's gonna it's happen now? It's actually not been centered around Tatum. It's been centered around both of them, getting to both of them as playmakers. You know we have that's Al fair. Horford, who's getting a lot of our offensive and defensive rebounds. Right, and then we have these two guys <coughs> commanding the offense, and then we have Mike MJ White. You know what's Dude, crazy that though? Had a crazy final. You know what's game. crazy though? None of them are Jimmy Jordan. None of them are Jimmy Jordan. I, I, Jimmy's a little cocky. He's all right. A little what? No, he's, he's not all that. What'd you say about his cock? Listen, it's little. Listen, I'm telling you right now, it's more than enough. Trust last me. game was a. I fluke. think it's average. Last game was a fluke, man. We just need the. I think the Nuggets are playing a little too overconfident. They they're gonna sweep the rest of the series. There's no way they're letting. So you think they're not sweeping though? It's already oh, one one. No, yeah, no. He said the rest of the series. Rest oh, of the rest of the series. Sorry. No, okay. no, no. So you see, you, you're counting them out too early, man. You're you're talking all this shit about why the Celtics lost. That's not why the Celtics lost. They lost for one reason, and it's the same reason why the Nuggets are gonna lose and Heat are gonna pull off an upset. You know, there's a little little not so little person like biggest one of the, one of the biggest, biggest people celebrities. 
of all time, I'd argue, who's cursed the NBA. It's Taylor Swift. And every pl- she is currently on her Eras tour, which is a huge deal right now. And every city that Wait. she's played in, and that team is in the NBA playoffs, has lost. And guess what? She's never going to Miami, but she's playing in Denver. And so... Guess where she was when the Celtics lost, or just before the Celtics lost? New York. Boston. Boston. She was in Boston, and then the Celtics lost. I'm not as I I can't be superstitious. I'm not superstitious. Nuggets are a little stitious. That was awful. There's one of the Okay. You're awful. Anyways, you're okay. awful. My prediction is that didn't even get it. My prediction is that the Nuggets will take it. I think the series will go to six or seven, but the Nuggets will prevail to the end. Like they have too many playmakers to lose. Like Jokic in, in like inside the three point line is unguardable. Spin around. Shot, shot fake, shot fake, shoots, you know, hits those weird-ass threes. But it doesn't like, matter, man. They can try to play, man. They can try to get aggressive on them. But you know what? The Heat got Taylor Swift. She's just going to shake them all off. You know, it'll be easy. Shake them Light off, work for them, shake them off, off. Is that what, is, are you actually saying you think the Heat will win the series? I, 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 I'm, I'm uh, as, much, as much as I don't like the uh, the Swifty fan base, you know. I agree. But. My sister has um, destroyed all of Taylor Swift for me in the past, like, three weeks. It's... So is my sister, don't worry. Yeah, it's, she's not a bad artist. It's just like the fan. And as an Eminem fan, I can happily say I am in that same boat with Eminem. The stands and the Swifts, Swifties are, are very, they're very similar. They're very, group. they're very, very similar and very annoying groups. But I at least will happily admit that I am annoying with Eminem. Yeah, well, not, here, but Swifties would not. Actually, here's the thing though. You know, in the past where we've given our predictions for games, a lot of the time where it was you guys versus me, there's been a very small time. Where when I choose the outlier, when I'm the outlier, that the outlier wins. There's also been a very small number of times where 8C has made it to the finals. Yeah. There's also a very small number of times. You're actually the Heat's number one dick rider, I swear to God. And I will stay that way because I've been saying this from day one, dude. First round of the playoffs, I said Heat are taking all of it in six with whoever the Western Western, um, winners are. Oh, so you think the Heat now just sweep? Well, this, no, no, no. We still want. We still. No, well, yeah. no. They would have to sweep now. Oh, yeah. I'm now, sure now. If we go to oh, wait, no, 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 no. We got one more. We got one more. Yeah, yeah. We got one more. We got one more. I'm pretty sure if we go to our last couple episodes, I'm pretty sure you predicted the Celtics winning the series. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. We all said Heat. I said Heat. I said Heat. We all said the Celtics should, should win. win but I said I want, I'm, I'm taking the Heat. Okay. No, I mean, go back. I have those chats. I will pull them up. You search up in six in our chat, and it will show. Heat and six, heat and six, heat and six. All said by me in the past two months or one month. All right, man. The Nuggets are good, but they're not. They're not going to overcome the Taylor Swift curse. They're not. I guess you can't beat her fan base. Next two weeks, we're going to have to find out. I got the Nuggets. Arya Nishk got the Heat. Comment who you guys think. I got Taylor Swift, man. Yeah, I got Taylor Swift. Guess who Taylor Swift got? The Heat. heat. All right. Anyways, guys, comment who you guys think are going to win the series. Obviously, you guys stick with your boy, the Celtics and the Patriots fan. You got to roll with the Nuggets. Anyways, guys, I think we, it's time that we move on to the last segment of the day, the famous five. Ari, right, take it away, man. Five. All right, man. You know, we're talking about curses. You know, there's a lot of curses. You know, the Taylor Swift curse, curse words, and then you have the unforgivable curses. Crucio, mm. Avada Kedavra. This week's famous five is the top five Harry Potter movies. Oh, Ooh, I like that. I top do like this one. I will say, I have I have good inputs on this. Mm, I, I know you do. Know. I, know I still you may do. know. I know you do. 
I'm very passionate about the Harry Potter movies, man. As I'm going to say, I think my list is kind of controversial. Probably will be. But I, I, I have there's very... An, there's, there better be a number one spot, and it better be a certain number one I know spot. what you're going to put, because you're a normie, and you're going to choose what everyone chooses. Maybe not. Goblet of Fire? No. no. no Most people don't put that as yeah. number one. I put that as my number one. That used to be my number one. We'll, we'll get to it, all right? That used to be my Starting number off at number five. Yeah. I'm gonna put the Half Blood Prince. Okay. Oh Half man, Blood that Prince, is not okay. No, Half Blood Prince was so pivotal for Harry's character building. It started off the Horcrux journey. You learn so much about Voldemort's past. It in that needs movie to be higher. Steve. What? Yes. What did you just say? It needs to be higher. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying it shouldn't be there. No, it needs to be higher. I put it at no, two or three. I, I do love it. I wouldn't put it that high just because other ones are slightly more important. But I can I can see an argument of bringing it up, but it has to be a minimum five because I think a lot of people should own it for no reason. But the Half-Blood Prince is amazing. I think the amount of the, the, how dark it yeah. went with it also. With the Sectum Semprov curse, destroying Draco Malfoy in that bathroom scene was insane. It was good. No, it's a... It's one of the most visually stunning movies I've yes. seen as well. Yes, Even beating out the last... The, the last unbreakable two. bond thing that he made. Yeah, the it's, it's a very good movie. Killing Dumbledore, man. Oh my god. Yeah. Beautiful. And it Beautiful. all just comes together after you watch all of them. And Six is the one that makes the most sense. You clear up so much shit. It's a great movie. But there's just four more that I think edge it out. And number four. I think this is most people's number one. Four, I am putting... The Prisoner of Azkaban. I know people are gonna people are gonna hate me for it, but I think it's overrated. I'm okay with that. People overrate it. It's I'm not, not a big that fan good. Of that one. It's, it's a not great that movie. good. It's yeah. a good movie, but it's not number one. That is the most common number one Harry Potter movie I ever seen. And I will tell you why at the end of this when I explain. And it it's why. your number one, isn't it? I, I'd say it's my number two. Mm. You know, I think uh, I think we should put it out there. I don't think any Harry Potter movie is bad. I'm gonna put it out there right now. Nothing's uh, bad, but there's a definite number. There's a definite last. There's a definite, there's a definite last. last. Three, two, one, chamber of secrets. Oh well, I didn't realize you were gonna do that, but I was trying again. Three, two, one, chamber of secrets. But even then, I wouldn't put chamber of secrets. Maybe. What would you put last? Then, man? I'd say the the part two. I don't really. Dude. Really? Part two, or do you mean part one? Part two. The Deathly Hallows Part Two. The finale. The finale. The literal end of oh, the Harry Potter. And I'll explain song. why afterwards. I'll explain why. Afterwards. Oh, you're going to have to explain why. I'm going to. Oh my All right. God. So explaining Prisoner of Azkaban, a great story. I think that is probably the best standalone Harry Potter movie. It's not as connected to the other ones, which is why I think so many people love it. And it is a great story. You love to see that. Like that's the first time you kind of see the angry Harry come out. You know, it's the first bigger time jump with the characters themselves. Yeah. You know, the serious black development. It's a great twist. It's amazing. You get to see so much about Harry's family, his fr- his family's friends, the betrayal of Peter Pettigrew. You know, I think it's really where the story starts to come together. Exactly. The Harry Potter story becomes starts to come. The together. Dementors also. Yeah. That that's that's yeah. arguably it brings. That's in a when lot. they bring in a lot of the supporting cast as well, it does. and then they like Lupin the, comes in, exactly. Sirius comes in, but you say it starts off the real Harry Potter series, but I argue my number three spot is where Harry Potter really ramps up and gets serious, and it's the Goblet of Fire. Goblet of yes. Fire. This used to be my number one. It used to be my number one for a long time because I always said that this is what really starts it all. And arguably, in terms of scenes, I would put the ending for a scene where Voldemort's resurrected in that whole interaction up there as one of my favorite scenes of all Harry Potter movies. And that, for a long time, I think is what made me put it at number one. But now, I've grown up. I've matured, you know. I look back and see the movie as a whole. And I think there's a lot of lackluster parts of that movie, but it is so pivotal for the rest of the series that I think it has to be at least number three. 
The Triwizard Tournament setup is amazing. You get bringing in so many different schools. You get Victor Crumb. You get the Quidditch match at the beginning. You see the Death Eaters coming back, and you get the resurrection of Voldemort. This kicks Harry Potter into third gear. This is when it gets serious. Now they have a real enemy constantly fighting them, and from that point on, they're on high demand, man. You see Cedric Diggory die in front of his eyes. I think this is the most clippable movie out of all of them. It is. Most it is. Who can forget Dumbledore screaming calmly? Dumbledore screams calmly. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in, you know, in, in the book, it says Dumbledore like quietly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the like, movie is, why did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? I love that. It's so much. such an. It, did you do it? Did you ask one of the oldest students? He's like shaking Harry to his oh core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Eye Moody, the fake Mad Eye. That oh was good. Good God. twist. There's so much in that movie, but again, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, but yeah, again, yeah. but again, there's just some things that edge it out. And my number two, personally, I honestly might say this might be my favorite, my number two. And I think this is one that most people don't don't mesh with as well as I do. And I've been saying this for years. I think I'm ahead of the curve on this one. Because I think only now people are starting to give it love. Two is The Order of the Phoenix. That's a very good movie. A lot of people don't rate it, though. The Order of the Phoenix, in my opinion, is the most different Harry Potter movie of them all. It is the darkest, it is the most thriller-based, it is the most psychological. You literally see Harry slowly lose his mind through the visions that he sees through Voldemort. You see him being tortured mentally. Nothing also has that well cinematically shot as the scenes of him turning in his bed while he's seeing through Voldemort's eyes, the veins popping out of his neck. You see him killing Mr. Weasley through the eyes of Nagini. You see Sirius Black die because Harry was tricked by the vision. You start to see the prophecy come into fold. It has too much that's perfect, man. And it's the darkest Harry Potter movie. It is the most traumatic and is the most psycho thriller of them all and i love every bit of it i don't think any other movie dives into the mental psyche being traumatized like harry should have been by that time as this one did going back i believe this actually might be the most visually stunning it is it is it I easily think, is there's just there's yeah. so many there's so many visual and different scenes that they bring along to oh it the Bellatrix fight, that's a good Bellatrix fight when harry oh, how can i not mention this also Dude, when Sirius Black dies and Harry's scream, you all must know oh, this yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry's scream literally had to be cut out because his grandfather passed that same day and it was so painful and so realistic that they had to cut it out and I can't even imagine. And honestly, removing the audio makes it even more like harrowing almost in a way. Yeah, more yeah. haunting. You like, like hearing that. It, it's lacking from the And movie. then you all you hear is the echoing cries of I killed Sirius Black. Oh my god. Wild. Beautiful, Wild. beautiful scene, man. You're making me want to rewatch I'm this. I'm going dude. to rewatch this tonight, man. I think oh I'm gonna rewatch it. I'm gonna rewatch hey, this. Hear me out, hear me out. Famous Chili. Watch party Watch the, party? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wanna do it? Oh, run it? Down, Sometime down. this week? Bro, this I'm weekend? down, I'm down. I'm down. I think we need to hear the number one now though. Bro, also one more thing, bro. The whole trial, the Dementor at the beginning coming to attack him and Dudley, the trial of him at the uh, Ministry of Magic, Dumbledore not looking at him. That one scene, you hear the music, the ringing slowly building up because Harry has a piece of Voldemort in him. And it's just, can you imagine how much of an impact that would make? This is the most different Harry Potter movie you'll see. I'm getting really heated to talk about this because no, I love that's this movie true. so I much. Agree. And the I more agree. and more I talk about it, I, the more and more I want to put this at number one, honestly. Because the, I, the one I have at number one, I'm not going to talk about nearly as passionately as I did about this one. Yeah, yeah. But it just I, has to be one. All right, what, what were you well, going to say? Okay, that? well, no, continue. I want to hear your one, and I'm going to explain why I think you're putting one at the wrong place. 
I gotta say it, man. I, I did it with Marvel. I did it with Cars. I'm a sucker for good endings. I'm putting Deathly Hallows Part 2 and at number one. And that's why it's at the wrong place. I'm putting Deathly one. Hallows Part 2 at number one. I don't know about one for that one, to be honest. I think, like, everyone loves a big, good, like, climactic ending. But at the same time, like, 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 it, like it's just the end of the story. The other movies, you see the whole entire, like, story unfold. You see him grow. You see him, his connection with Voldemort grow as well. And his connection with the people around him. This is just, this is just, like, his connections have already been solidified. And it's just the fight. But that's the thing. That's, this is the culmination of all of it. Everything's at its peak. It's the climax. The acting. This is the best in terms of acting from the cast that we've seen. Oh. Neville. Bro, when Neville's screaming after he see when Harry dies and goes to heaven and sees Voldemort, and don't forget about Snape, man, the best character in the entire franchise. Agreed, agreed. This is when his character gets to shine. This is when the audience who didn't read the books finally gets to see what Snape was doing this whole time. And I think just that alone makes it number one. The fact that it brings everything full circle. You get to see Snape's memories, realize Snape was misunderstood, Snape was a good guy this whole time. And it's all because of this movie, man. And the scene when Harry dies, being carried by Hagrid, Voldemort's yeah. haunting voice when he screams, Harry Potter is dead! And then Ginny's scream just echoes, and then at the end, very end, as he's asking the students to come join him, you see Malfoy coerced into walking, which I'll, I'll talk about Malfoy a little bit later, and why, and what, something that, in my opinion, brings this movie down. I think Nishik knows what I'm talking about. Possibly. But... When Neville then screams out, man, how Harry did so much for them, for all of us, and pulls out the sword of Gryffindor, man. Peak acting of the Harry Potter franchise, peak storytelling, when Harry then rolls out of Hagrid's arms, brought back to life, and he starts immediately attacking Nagini. You see the Elder Wand not want to kill Harry because he's the true owner. Harry is the owner of all three Deathly Hallows by the end of this movie. He is the owner of the Elder One. He's had the Cloak of Invisibility this whole time. And the Resurrection Stone before he goes and dies. Brought out of his snitch. Gets to see his mom, his dad, Sirius Black. He gets to talk to them finally. Nothing matches that emotion in seeing him die. He accepts death. He knows that he, he realizes that he himself is a Horcrux. Think about it. What other movie does that or show? When have anyone done that in a plot where they know, the main character knows that in order to beat the villain, they themselves has to die and go willingly like that. He doesn't go down fighting. He Here, goes down willingly because he knows that's the only way. Here's the thing. The way you're talking about these has made me change my list a little. I will say. What can I say, man? What can I, I say? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a little tough for you. But <laughs> I will say, this is again that conversation of, a standalone movie or a movie in comparison to the series. You gotta See, take an. You gotta take. Okay, if we're doing that, I will say. Because then, Prisoner Deathly of Azkaban Hallows, is the best, or the first movie is the best. Deathly Hallows Part Two. Yeah, Prisoner. Okay, here's the thing. If we're looking at, that's why I've always put Prisoner of Azkaban up there. Because you're a normie. Hear me out. I am a normie, <laughs> but a normie by the right statements. Prisoner of Azkaban is not only a magic movie; it's a time. It's a sci-fi movie. It is. It's like it is. It's it's Star Wars is this yes. fantasy sci-fi thing and that's what prisoner of azkaban really is you see time travel which is a very sci-fi topic with these fantasy like story elements and it's yeah. so beautiful to see and seeing the story of how um serious came to be and like what with his backstory is between all of the parents and what kind of happened this generation before him right you see that in this movie and it's beautiful i it's i'm amazing. a sucker for a good backstory and that's a yes, backstory it is it is and that's why i think it's also where the movie where the where the plot starts to develop yeah in the fourth movie you get the most climactic moments with Voldemort coming back, you've seen Cedric, Cedric die, and all of these, there's these very, like, 
specific moments where you see these characters grow in the fourth movie, but none of that could have happened without the third movie where the characters learn why this is important. You know, Harry comes into the first movie and the second movie with this like with this lack of understanding of what what he's doing. You know, in the first movie especially, you just he's a confused kid and in the second movie he starts to realize, you know, with the basilisk and he like realizes there's you know there's this bigger like story behind this and he needs to figure out what's going mm-hmm. on. He's starting to learn all these aspects. Dumbledore's kept a lot from him throughout this yeah. entire series until the very end. And finally, in the third movie, he starts learning things on his own. He starts realizing. And I'd say kind of starts with the end of the second when he yeah. finds out the history behind Tom Riddle. Right. But in the third movie, he re- it becomes personal to him. He understands what happened with his past, with his parents, and it really starts coming to fruition. That's why the third movie is great, not just the time travel. The time travel is great on its own. We didn't even mention that before. The time, travel, even, is, forgot, yeah. the time travel is a beautiful mm-hmm. aspect. It's one of my favorite like subplots in every in any Harry Potter movie. I'm a sucker for time travel. I love a good time travel movie. And this is one of the best time travel movies yeah. standalone. Mm-hmm. Being a Harry Potter movie makes it that much greater. Furthermore, fifth movie, looking at the the just visual aspects of that movie, it's a great movie. The fights, like I was saying with, with Beltrix, beautiful fight the in a dark room the lighting with the orbs the prophecy with the orbs, orbs yeah it's when beautiful. they all come coming down really, yeah, crashing crashing. Oh, amazing amazing i gotta watch this bro seven or sorry eighth movie technically i guess part yeah. two yeah. deathly hallows part two eighth movie great movie as a conclusion i would say it's one of the best not the best a pretty good adaptation from a book to a movie and it lacks a lot but what it lacks from the books in the movie it brings out in just the visual storytelling it feels like you're yeah. standing there as a student. In those final scenes where you see Neville pull out the sword, where you see all this happen, you're not a third person, third party watching this movie. You're standing there with the students, standing on the side of of these students watching this go down. You know, when Neville pulls it out, you're like kind of on the side. You see this angle where he pulls it out. You're kind of like at an angle seeing him pull it out. <coughs> you're in the story, which I think is great storytelling, and it really makes this, the eighth movie great. And that's why I think it's kind of moved up if we're talking about it holistically. Mm-hmm. Fourth movie, amazing. As you talked about, I think that was your fourth spot or your third spot. I put that three. Three. Great movie. I think on its own, it's like a Disney movie where you have, you know, this this starting where everyone comes together. The marching band part especially. Marching band. You know, it's very much a Disney movie. There are three schools competing. And that's the the surface level plot. And underneath, something deeper is going on. And it, it feels like this, like, you know, you feel like you're... On the surface level, you're in you know high school like kind of you know story yeah. element, and underneath it, you're in a real like deep, disturbing situation, right. which is kind of what separates it from Disney, it makes it a real good Harry Potter movie. I feel like and that twist ending, is honestly the, and, and the what ending, makes it so good. What the ending is beautiful. You see Voldemort come back to life. You see that is one of the most painful moments in all of Harry's time as like like in the story. Mm-hmm. He realizes like what just happened, and he realizes that you know he's back. He's yelling. He's back, he's back, back. he comes back. Touches his scar, it burns. Pick up your wand, Potter. Yeah, and all of that, beautiful scenes. And I would say that's honestly my, maybe number two. I put Deathly Hallows Part 2 as my number three. Oh, wait. Oh, really? You said, you almost said it was last a few minutes ago, man. I can't believe that. Comparing it to the books, it's not that great. It's it's an okay adaptation. Every movie besides the first movie and number three would be... Bad then, far if out. you don't yeah, take into account the whole thing, I agree. nothing I agree. gets resolved. And, and thinking back at it, yeah, I at immediate thought, I put seven or eight way too low. It comes back up. I thank you. Thank I, you. My mind has been changed. Standalone, it's not a great adaptation, but it's a very great conclusion cinematically. If you know, if you read the other books and then watched that movie, mm-hmm. not that great. Right. But you're watching these movies together, and that's what makes it great. So I think I would put seven in that number three spot. So I'd go. Um, Azkaban. I'd put Azkaban, then Order of the Phoenix, then maybe 
either Deathly Hallows Part Two and then uh, and then the uh, fourth movie or vice versa. So I put mm-hmm. either of those in those two spots. And then fifth movie, I'd honestly just say. Half Blood Prince is great. It's a very, mm-hmm. it's a very emotional movie. I it say is. it's it's the most emotional. movie. It does have some low points though, like it's, the like the relationship the aspects. Yeah. They have the dance, like Hermione and that yeah. other guy, and then yeah. Ron and the person who gives him the love potion. Yeah. There's some low aspects, but there's also a lot of highs, and the highs kind of make up for it. But because of those lows, that's why I put it five. Yeah. A lot of what you said actually convinced me to completely change my list, and so I'm gonna give it to you here. At first, like after really thinking about it, I'll actually put the Order of the Phoenix. Thank you. Because thank you. Like. You think about it now, like based on everything you said, there's just so much going on, and there's so much like like plot revealing going on, and it's just so like it's like it's so deeply rooted, connected to the story. It's too pivotal to the story to not be number one, right? And actually, a a side note, I actually don't have the Half Blood Prince on my top five at all. Really, you were you were saying it should go higher. Yeah, and then I and then like that was that that was objective, but now I'm like seriously thinking about it, and I just don't have it. Like it just didn't impact me as the way the other movies did. And that's why when you think about like, like the culmination of all the movies, I put the Deathly Hallows Part Two mm-hmm. at the number two spot. Okay. Right, and then at the number three, um, I'd probably have to put the Prisoner of Azkaban just because mm-hmm. of the of the like of the reeling of like Sirius Black, the story of how right. Sirius Black comes to life. And then number four, I'd have to put my original number one there. I'd have to put the Goblet of Fire just mm-hmm. for that last scene. You know the. Obviously, we just we we he's, you guys yeah. both passionately spoke about both of them, and I can't say I'm as passionate about Harry Potter as both uh, of you, but I do love Harry Potter, and I yeah. grew up watching it over and over and over again, and that last scene just gets you every single time. Bro, oh my God, when the when the bro when the spells interact, oh, the, gold, the, the gold, the gold, he doesn't, he's confused beautiful, about it. Beautiful he's confused. scenery, yeah. the ghost of him, James and Lily come out to save him. Oh, yeah, wow, beautiful. Yeah, I I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. One oh, movie. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, let him oh you haven't finished. Five. Yeah, you're right, five. Right, right, five, right. five, five. And see now, the thing is, the Deathly Hallows Part One is really compelling to me. It is because it is. this is the movie where he finds his Patronus charm. Is it not? Is it no, not no, the no. movie? That, that was technically Snape's, I believe, because it was. It was a dope. Snape's. It was a dope. It was no, a dope. Wait, he finds it in the third, though, doesn't he? No, no, no. That's when he finds his. He yeah. gets his Patronus. Patronus. Oh, yeah. but he finds Snape. That Snape? scene. But we again, we yeah. don't know it's Snape. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. That's good. I feel like okay. Yeah. The 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 entire story of finding all the Horcruxes it's is just so cool. it's very cool. Yeah. It's very cool. So just based solely based off that, I put that at number five. I feel like it's such an underrated movie. I think people shat on it for a long time. Just because of part two. Yeah. Because of part two just yeah. overshadows. And it. also because if you think about it, that movie was literally there was no like extreme build up. There was no climax. There was no, no finale because it's part one. No. So it was pretty much just searching for the Horcruxes. But you see a lot that that again continued kind of like the darker theme of it. You know, you see Ron's jealousy at its peak yes. with that like uh, oh, with one of the Horcruxes wearing. Yeah. yeah, 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 with the vision. It showed him and yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was amazing. Oh my god, when Hermione they get brought back to the Malfoy's house. Exactly. Bellatrix Lestrange tortures Hermione, bites mud blood into her arm. Oh my god, the, you just hear the screams echoing through the house. Also, like the emergence of Dobby as a very big yes. character and as well. And the death of Dobby. That was so oh sad. I didn't even. That reminded me. I didn't. I completely forgot. That's how Deathly Hallows Two starts. It literally yeah. starts with burying Dobby. Yeah. Yeah. How sad, man. Dude, I. Going back, I think. I think Chamber of Secrets, yeah, I I maybe move that all the way to the bottom, but I will say it's a fun movie. 
It's it not is. a great it's movie. Fun. It's fun. You know the it's one. It's kind of goofy. Yeah, goofy. they change it to the, someone else. When the, like, the what's the the, the, ba- the Bogart? Is that what it's called? Or no, that um, was three. That was three. That was no, no, no. Sorry, not that. The um. Polyjuice special. Oh yeah, that was three. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, that was I just don't think it's like that integral to the story. Yeah, I don't think. Which one? Chamber of Secrets. It wasn't setting up Voldemort's childhood, but at the same time, not really. If you had to drop one movie and try to maintain Harry Potter as a story. Like cohesively, I would drop number two. But yes. then you miss out on the emergence of Tom Riddle. And, That's the problem. And, and also, that yes, yeah. that is the first Horcrux. But also, you get rid of the whole problem is that at the end of the day, Harry has this really big internal conflict of whether he, who he is and who Voldemort is. Because after all, Voldemort is inside him, and that piece is always there. And you see that since the beginning, where he was told he should be in Slytherin, but he chose Gryffindor. You know, and so you see that that is kind of resolved in this movie. He proves himself as a true Gryffindor by being able to pull out the sword, and that's how he defeats the Basilisk. Yeah. You know, so I think without that, you have Harry not really having his identity solidified. I think that's one of the only like really important takeaways from that movie is that mm-hmm. Harry kind of solidifies his own identity. That know? is a good point. He d- he realizes who he needs to be and fulfill yeah. this like yeah. this path he needs to take. Also, we haven't mentioned mentioned the first movie, The Sorcerer's Stone. I put we that haven't. at six, straight up for nostalgia. The first yeah. movie. It's the first think, movie. Looking it sets back, up the whole not series. Not good. It's not that good. It's way more innocent, and maybe it's just because of the style of movie I like. But after three onwards, it like flipped the script and became really dark. Oh, not sure. not really dark. Three three started the trend of being really dark with the Dementors and like pretty much having the idea of you being tortured and like yeah. reliving your worst memories. You can see it in just the lighting. Like the first two movies are so much happier, so much upbeat with the music. The lighting is so much nicer. From three, it's pretty dark. Four, it's not dark till the end. Yeah. Five is peak darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Six is really dark, but not not like it's still very not dark. as dark as five. It gets Seven dark part one is again yeah. pretty dark. Seven part two is just the darkest. No, seven part two I would not say. I want to see a spectrum. Not only are they dark like like metaphorically, but I want to see a spectrum of you know those those pictures where it's like every scene they take the average color and then like they make it into a line. Yeah. I want to see the entire series in a line. I suppose it just it like. You know, every movie would have a little bit of lightness at the beginning, goes a little bit darker at the end, because that's how they are. Yeah. But I, I generally think I'd see a trend of a lot more lightness at the beginning, a little bit of darkness during three, a little bit of brightness during four, and then back down to dark for a lot of it at the end. Yeah. Until maybe the last movie where, right. in the last few scenes, it gets yeah. light. But yeah. still, I think it's a, I think it's a very interesting, like interesting top three. Yeah. So what, what would you guys rate this five? Because we, we all had some similarities. Me and yeah. Rishi's were pretty much the same. One and two, we had swapped. Yeah. Three and four, we had swapped. And you put part one instead of Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, I'd, so I'd give it a solid 8.5. 8.5. Okay. Just because straight, just your, your passion compelled me to change my list I completely. 8.5 or a 9 was like properly describes this list. And it also compelled me to go and watch uh, The Order of the Phoenix right. tonight. Oh, so. that's what I'm saying. People hate it. Why do people underrate Order of the Phoenix so much? so much? I don't think I've ever underrated it, ever. Be- ever since I read... You know why it's also so good? Which book was the longest, Order of the Phoenix? Oh, yes. So it had true. the most details in it. And that was the book I have the most fun experience reading because I remember I, I got in trouble... So, like, I couldn't use my phone or, like, iPad or anything. So I sat there and read, like, 200 pages of The Order of Phoenix a day. I read the whole 800-page or 900-page book almost the longest one, in, yeah. like, one week. And yeah. so I remember that so well. And, bro, that that whole book was just so good. It's good. Yeah. And, and it trans, translates to a great movie. For sure. Yeah. Darkest movie, great movie, psycho thriller. All right, Nish, what do you I think? It, I rate it a – mine was a little bit more different. Mm-hmm. Where she gave you an 8.5, right? 8.5? I'd say – I liked it. You – Compelling me, 
made that score increase a lot. He I'd was say an very eight. passionate. I'd say an eight. I'm very passionate. It was a it was a great list. Yeah. I think at I think now we need to have a famous Philly watch party. Yep. Let's I watch up to like a certain movie and watch one of them together. Yeah. I want to say though, definitely House Part Two. I know I, I kind of hinted at it earlier. One thing that really pisses me off, and originally when I was thinking about doing this, I'll just like run through this real quick. Uh, first of all, my top five just to go through summarize. Deathly Hollows Part Two, number one. Number two, Order of the Phoenix. Number three, Goblet of Fire. Four, Prison of Azkaban. Five, Half Blood Prince. Deathly Hallows Part Two. One thing that really annoyed me was how they did Malfoy, because I'm sure you've all yes, seen yes, the deleted yes, yeah. scene. Yes. Yeah. How perfect would that have been? There's instances where they just delete scenes, Why? and they're beautiful. What were they thinking? What was Why happening? would they get rid of that? Like, literally, why? Like, originally when I was planning on doing this, five, I did top five characters. And, like, we, we won't debate this. I don't want this going on too long. But the, my five was Neville five, four Voldemort, three Harry, two Malfoy, one Snape. And, like, Malfoy, if he had that redemption of being able to throw his wand back, hit a last potter real quick, and, bro, it would have been so perfect. It would have been they, beautiful. They cut it out. I think that would have solidified Howl's Part 2 for one for Honestly, me. I think people expect that to happen. Like, people would all expect Draco Malfoy because you always, you, you see signs of him turning. You know, you mm. see signs of him being uncomfortable, uncomfortable with the dark side. So I feel like it's very, like, cliche ending. I kind of like the ending, to be honest. Like, it kind of solidifies that he is with the dark side, for sure, because of his not. parents. He's but not, he's not. Though. But he then, he, he, he's he's not able to overbear, like, his parents' influence on him. And he's like, well, I have to go with my parents now. I'll just leave and just leave it up to Harry. You know, it's not up to I, me. I'm glad they at least had the flash-forward scene where Draco is shown just looking at Harry. Yeah. I think that, like, little nudge of acknowledgement that yeah. they share kind of at least redeems it so that they kind of have a mutual understanding that but I don't Draco's care. not all that bad. I think it completes his character. I think it shows how much of a coward he really is. And I think I liked how they it did does. that. I, I, it completely I, 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 completes his character. It's a good point. I, I think it would have just led to the perfect character development if he got to finally show himself show. overcoming it because he is a coward and he's always been a coward and he doesn't belong on the dark side because, frankly, every time he went on the dark side, he wasn't able to deliver. He seemed scared anytime he had to do anything. You know, he was always just trying to please his parents because he thought that's what he had to do. But Malfoy might be Indian. Wait, what? No, no, no. <laughs> what? No, no. I was trying to get the viewers' attention. No, no, no. But yeah, Is Draco Malfoy Indian? <laughs> Bro, but no, I, I think it would have been perfect if they just kept that one deleted scene. Draco, at best, is a good prankster. He's not meant for the bad side. He's he's at best a good prankster. He's yeah, not. He's not. He's a good guy. But no, like, but that conflict is what makes him so good as a character. I wouldn't call him a prankster. Okay, but that's that's I'm more saying, like, saying, like Goyle at, and crab, the worst you know? he could do, like a prankster. Obviously, that's like that's just like a throwaway statement. But he's, he's he could punk. never. He's yeah, punk. he's a punk. Yeah. He can never truly be bad at heart. Yeah. He's a punk who graffitis like you know walls and whatever. He'll do whatever bad stuff. It's just the image he has to, to show. When yeah. it comes to hurting someone, he won't do that. And then he came back years later just to bring Savitar. Back to life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. brought Savitar to life, and and he ruined. And after that, the series was ruined. Again, he was the Philosopher's go- Stone. He was the last good character, and or he was the last. That was the last good season in the. Yeah, class. last good season. <laughs> All right. I mean, hey. Anyway, he goes a punk. You heard it here first. He's a punk, and he's brown. Shut up, man. That's what I'm talking about. Comment down what you guys thought about Ari's list. Let us know if you guys had any alterations to that list. I think my list was perfect in my sense. But anyways, I think we're all gonna have to watch Harry Potter after that. Maybe if we rewatch, we'll we'll make a. Hopefully, everyone has a newfound appreciation for the Order of the Phoenix and sees how good of a movie it was. And yeah, let us know what you guys thought about that. Let us know if there's any other movie series you think we should rate. And yeah.
Hope you had a good time. Thanks. Peace, Peace out, guys. Peace.